0: Welcome to the happy, healthy mom podcast, the podcast. That's all about empowering you to be the wellness CEO for yourself and your family. I'm Bree, the wife, mom, registered nurse and certified health coach, who is passionate about helping you gain the knowledge tools and support you need to feel empowered and in control of the health and wellness of yourself and your loved ones. Get ready to trust your instincts, take charge of your wellness because you know what's best. The information in this podcast is not intended to heal, treat, or cure. It's not intended as medical advice or to replace an individual relationship with a qualified healthcare professional. Please continue visiting with and being treated by your primary care physician or healthcare provider. Welcome back, Happy Healthy Moms. Let's talk about fats. (laughs) i'm not talking about the fat that's on our body i'm talking about the fats that are in our food and how for way too long we've just been clumping kind of all fats together and saying that they're bad for us so i kind of want to bust that horrible misinformation today it still has a very bad reputation um, despite all the research showing us how important healthy fats are to our healthy lifestyle. So I'm going to break down different types of fats, different cooking oils, ways um, we can be getting healthy fats in, what we should be avoiding, all of that. So make sure you stick around for the whole episode. Also be sure to take a screenshot of you listening to this and share it on Instagram. Tag me at Mom. So I am getting all this information from a blog post that's up on my website, hippydippymom.com. And I also have some research articles in there um, that I have linked to. So I'll link to the blog post in the show notes. You can head over there to check out the research that I've done. I always try to do a good amount of research because I want to be sure that I can easily back up what I'm telling you. So... I found articles that were saying things that, um, you know, like healthy fats can actually starve cancers. Um, I found something else that shows that cholesterol and healthy fats are, um, how healthy fats are not linked to high cholesterol levels in humans. I know that's something that we've been told for a long time. So head on over to that blog post to check out those articles. Um. You know, not to mention that our healthcare industry and government have admitted that consuming low-fat and non-fat diets was really bad advice that they gave us for decades. And we're really seeing the result of that now with all the poor health, all the disease, all the illness that we see out there today. And of course, there's more that contributes to um, the poor health that's out there other than the fats but fats has definitely been a big determination in our health or lack of it. Um, our brains are made of 60% fat. And without ingesting good fats, we can have brain fog, anxiety, depression, possibly Alzheimer's. There are reports or studies I've seen where you know they um, would give coconut oil to Alzheimer's patients and see at least, um, if not an improvement, at least kind of a halt in the progression of the disease or it's slowing down. Good fats are even uh, more important for pregnant women and children to consume um, because it helps the brain develop. There are definitely some very unhealthy fats out there which will contribute to poor health over time. And like I said, I'm going to break down bad fats versus healthy fats. And how to get more of the healthy fats into your diet we use a lot of oil in our house and butter it's one way we make sure that we're getting enough good fat in our diet every meal should contain a good source of fat every meal so some important stuff to know about oils I feel like I need to kind of break down some terms Um, before we get into which cooking oils are good for us and which are bad for us. So the first is smoke point. And the smoke point is the highest temperature that a specific oil should reach before it starts to emit VOCs or volatile organic compounds or when the oil starts to oxidize. And the second term is oxidation or oxidize. So oil oxidation is an undesirable series of chemical reactions involving oxygen that degrades the quality of an oil. The chemical reactions that occur in oxidation produce free radicals which damage our body's cells and oxidation contributes to inflammation. And if we are inflamed, especially chronic um, systemic inflammation, we're just going to experience really poor health um, and probably sooner rather than later. The next term is PUFA, which stands for polyunsaturated fatty acids. This type of fat is very bad for us and we should avoid it as much as possible. PUFAs are found in industrially processed oils. Basically due to the structure of the fat, it's very unstable. It can be easily damaged by light, heat and oxygen and damaged fats equal oxidation. So a high consumption of oxidized PUFAs, um, which are found in most types of vegetable oils, may increase the likelihood that postmenopausal women will develop breast cancer. And again, I got this from the research that I did when I was putting this article together. So that will be found in the blog post on hippydippymom.com. Then there are MUFAs, which stands for monounsaturated fatty acids. And this is considered the healthy fatty acid. So consumption of MUFAs can reduce your risk for heart disease. MUFAs are food-based. Some great sources of MUFAs include avocados, fish and meat, nuts and seeds, and olive oil. Now let's talk about the controversial saturated fat. Again, we cannot just say all saturated fats are bad for us. Most animal fats are saturated (laughs) and, you know, animals, that's one of the things that mother nature produces and mother nature doesn't produce foods for us that are, um, you know, harmful to our health. It's when man messes with it, that it then becomes unhealthy for over 50 years. Media has told us that saturated fats are bad for us. And yes, that's true of some, but there are some that are also good for us. This is because saturated fats contain a couple different types of fatty acids and the health benefit or lack of depends on the balance of the fatty acids and the saturated fats. The general rule of thumb is go with what is processed the least. The saturated fats of vegetable oils are very harmful to our health because they're ultra processed, like I mentioned, with high heat and chemicals saturated fats that are actually beneficial to our health are those from grass-fed meat, pasture-raised meats, dairy that comes from grass-fed cows, and coconut oil. And last but not least, we're going to talk about MCTs, which stands for medium-chain triglycerides. Coconut oil is a great source of MCTs. They're very easily absorbed into our body and require very little from our metabolism to process. Because MCT is so readily available to our system, we don't store it as fat and it's immediately ready to be used as fuel by our body. Now let's get into the good stuff and talk about cooking oils, what we should be cooking with, what we should not be cooking with. I have to interrupt for one quick minute because I'm super excited to tell you about Chris's new online course called uncomplicated eating so this is her new self-paced online course that's designed to encourage and empower you to create a healthier relationship with food and your body so that you can find your balance she is teaching you how to simplify nutrition and tune into your own intuition using intuitive eating principles She also knows that you are a busy woman, and so there's a mobile-friendly version, audio, video, and workbook, so you can get this in however works best for you. She is offering $50 off for early bird pricing March 16th through 30th, and if you use my discount code, just B-R-I, you get an extra 10% off. I will provide the link in the show notes. Be sure to check that out. Okay, let's get back to the episode. First up is olive oil. Olive oil has a smoke point of 380 degrees, which makes it good for all forms of cooking, except for frying. And this is one of my personal top choices um, for an oil to cook with, depending on the olive oil. (laughs) So look for extra virgin olive oil. Um, Extra virgin means the oil was pressed out of the olive and not extracted by heating or the use of chemicals. Both heat and chemicals alter the state of the oil and can be harmful to us. You also want to check the expiration date and try to find a bottle that has a harvest date on it. The fresher, the better olive oil oxidizes and goes rancid with exposure to heat, light, and air. So the sooner it gets to you from the olive, the better. Um, You also want to buy olive oil that is in a dark glass bottle and then keep it in a dark, you know, kind of cool-ish cupboard. Labels to look for on the bottle are organic or have the non-GMO project um, stamp of approval on it. You can even go to your local farmer's market and buy from a local olive oil maker that makes the oil in small batches and can tell you all about their process. Olive oil contains about 67% monounsaturated fatty acids. Um, Research has shown that those MUFAs can be one of the healthiest kind of fats you can consume. They are known to help reduce your LDL cholesterol levels. Probably the most um, or the best benefit of MUFAs is that they help to decrease inflammation in the body. The next oil is coconut oil. Coconut oil has a smoke point of 350 degrees, which again makes it good for all forms of cooking except for frying. It has 87% saturated fat. Because of the high amount of saturated fat, coconut oil is solid if it's cooler than 76 degrees. Now I know that this may be kind of confusing because for so long we've been taught that saturated fats are bad for our health. But you know remember I mentioned that the fatty acids in the saturated fats are what determine if it's good for us or bad for us? 50% of the saturated fat in coconut oil is called lauric acid. And according to WebMD, lauric acid is used to treat viral infections including influenza, the common cold, herpes, HPV. HIV. And again, that um, article I found that in is linked in my blog post. I use refined coconut oil for my cooking because I'm not a big fan of all of my food tasting like coconut. If you get the unrefined version, it's less processed, but has a pretty strong coconut flavor. Um, And again, you know, one of the things that makes coconut oil so good for us is the high percentage of the MCT's, the medium chain triglycerides. They go straight to the liver. They can be used as instant energy or turned into ketones if you're um, doing the keto ketosis diet. Um, And because it provides an energy source for the brain, um, coconut oil has been shown to decrease, decrease symptoms of Alzheimer's. Another oil that's one of my faves is avocado oil. Um, It's smoke point is 480 degrees. It's great for all types of cooking, including frying. uh, Avocado oil comes from the fruit itself and is best when it's expeller pressed or cold pressed and organic. It has an even higher amount of um, the mufas than olive oil at about 75% you want to again look for avocado oil that is in a dark glass bottle with an expiration date and if you can a harvest date that can be a little challenging to find and again you want an avocado oil that is expeller pressed and organic Um, the next and last oil i'm going to talk about and in this case last is least (laughs) is vegetable oil So vegetable oils refer to soybean oil, canola, corn oil, sunflower oil, cottonseed, and safflower. All vegetable oils are PUFAs, which are the bad um, fatty acids. High temperatures and chemicals are used to turn the plant into vegetable oil. And this process turns the oil into hydrogenated oil, AKA trans fats which most of us know to avoid because trans fats are known to cause major health issues. Hydrogenated oil is one molecule away from being plastic. And that link to that article is also in my blog post. Vegetable oils contain large amounts of omega-6s, which we know are um, pro-inflammatory. And while a little bit is necessary in our diet, we tend to eat way too much, pretty much because vegetable oils are in all the processed foods. The ratio of omega-6 fatty acids to omega-3s, which omega-3s are anti-inflammatory, should be about a one-to-one ratio. And we're getting about 20 to one. So 20 times the amount of omega-6s, which is crazy. No wonder why most of us are Very inflamed. That number varies, of course, with each individual, but the point is, most of us are consuming way too much omega 6s. Um, Again, it's pro inflammatory, and we know that inflammation is one of the biggest, most common root causes of almost every disease that we're seeing in the world today. Um, A study I linked to found that too much omega 6 in breast milk was associated with asthma and eczema in young children omega-3s, like I said, are anti-inflammatory. A lot of the packaged food we eat contains vegetable oils, which is part of why we're getting too many omega-6s plus soybean, corn, and canola oil are genetically modified, which we do not want anything genetically modified in our system. So to sum it up, stay away from all forms of vegetable oils. Start to look on the ingredients on the packaged foods you're eating. Um, You know, look at the actual ingredients, not just the label, um, the nutrition label, and make sure that you're not seeing any of those vegetable oils in the foods that you're eating. Uh, My top choices to cook with are olive oil, coconut oil, and avocado oil. But also we, like I said in the beginning, cook with a lot of butter. So if you can find butter that's from grass-fed cows, that is an excellent source of fat. And then I also actually talk about how fat is really our friend and why we need fats in our diet in episode 11, which I will link to. Let me know which oil is your favorite to cook with or butter um, by sending me a DM on Instagram at mom. That's it for today, friends. Take care.